0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, along with my co-hosts, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, the Brazilian Giant, Venetius, the Temptress Witch, Ivy, and the senior ref, ref, Amy Veronica, talk everything pro wrestling. It's the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's jump right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, and uh, I am here with the full cast. The whole gang is here, and we just want to talk just a, for a few minutes, a little shorty, uh, talk about WrestleMania weekend, talk about the Raw after Mania. We talked about, you know, preview for Raw, made some made some predictions, a lot of which didn't really happen because WWE dropped the ball, and great opportunities yet again. But that being said, Tyler's dog is going to bring us in here, and it's all okay <laughs> We are, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about WrestleMania. I, I think that night one was significantly better than night two. I don't know about you guys. Um, I personally felt uh, much more fulfilled by night one. It had me excited for what they might do with night two. And then night two came and I was like, oh, um, I, I believe one of the chants that I heard coming out of the crowd uh, at WrestleMania was, who booked this shit? Um, <laughs> that I, was I believe... me. Just one guy.
1: Just one guy. <laughs> it just was just one, one guy, maybe. One <laughs> person. But, but... <laughs> but it was
2: loud. It,
0: it may or may not have been a uh... – uh challenger for the ccw championship uh <laughs> it may or may not mm-hmm. have been I'm not, I'm not gonna name names here charlie um <laughs> but, you know, but uh but it, you know I, I feel like there was there was a lot thing that went on and uh so i what i want to want to do is i want to ask you guys to tell me one thing that you really enjoyed about wrestlemania one thing you think they could have done better let's keep it short and sweet tell us what your thoughts were about that and then uh amy is going to do the first making the call with ref Amy right here, right now. And she's going to tell us about the raw after WrestleMania and, uh, and what she thinks that they could have done better, what they did. Well, she's going to make the call. Was raw a a good day after show? Was it a bad day after show? So here we go. Here we go. So uh, I told you guys, I think night one was better than night two. I really enjoyed, um, seeing Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley work to open up the WrestleMania weekend. I thought that uh, the two of them had great chemistry. I think that they work really well together. They've worked really well together since they were in Impact together, um, and probably before then, frankly, but that's when I was first drawn to them as a, as a pair that worked together. Um, I really loved it. I was almost completely turned off by the theatrics surrounding The Fiend at Wrestlemania this year uh I I first of all I've never been a fan of the red lights right and I think most of us aren't the red light thing is just like why
2: this is stupid stop this it's so Um, funny that you say that that conversation came up between me and Zach he was like so do they just do this whole match in under red lights (laughs) I was like yeah it's kind of dumb but
0: (laughs) it's dumb it's dumb dumb um but what I will say is I, I don't think that wins and losses hurt the fiend so I think that him losing the match kind of doesn't really matter. I think the manner in which he lost the match does. Because, yeah, I get it. No one kicks out of the RKO. But if there was ever somebody other than The Undertaker who could have done it, it, should, it would have been The Fiend. The Fiend literally got hit with sledgehammers and you know chairs and stairs and hell in a cell and got up from like eight stomps or something like that from Seth Rollins. But one RKO, man's out. He's gone, you know. So there's, there's a lack of consistency in booking there, uh, which kind of drew my eye, and, and not in a positive way. Uh, I wanna, I wanna get to you guys. I wanna hear what you guys have to say. Uh, let's go to Tyler first.
3: I'm gonna have to say it's uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. I, I'm just so happy for Bianca and Sasha. For um, that was history. Just uh, alone, That's significance for me. I'll tell you what, Belair, I can see why they pushed her. I mean, the athleticism, the strength, and I'm partial to anybody that goes to the University of Tennessee, first of all. So props.
4: Volunteers.
3: That. Yeah. But, I no, mean, I, it,
4: I put her up there with Peyton Manning as the absolutely. two greatest now, now, now volunteers we do. Hey, Bianca yeah. Belair and Peyton Manning.
3: Absolutely. Why not? But no, that, that's my match because. I liked the, how they told a story, and, you know, it, it was great. It was just the emotion of it, the psychology, and it was just a, a crowning achievement. So that, that's one of the bright spots. I'm going to pick the women's matches just to give them props and the credit they deserve. And you've got Sasha passing the torch to Bianca, and that's a great thing. So that's just my real quick highlights.
4: And Heath Shuler. Heath Schuler
3: sure. <laughs> was uh, a great yeah, right? volunteer. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, that's another podcast we're working
4: on. All right, let's. You go think salute. that was passing the torch, though? Really?
1: Oh, and six. Sasha's Stop like twenty-six years old. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, I think she just kind of like give her gave her a little light, but she didn't pass a torch. You can't pass a torch when you're twenty-seven or whatever she is, Tyler. Sure, you can. You made it sound like she's like oh, no, IGR no, I- no, to pass the torch to like all, she's all the other hoodrags and and like sixty-six it's like, it's good. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. giving the torch to Lady Gaga. She's hey, not hey, Cher. Tyler yeah, Peters. She's Sasha Banks, dude. Hey,
3: listen. I'm the whole man. It's passing the torch. Do you believe in yeah. passing yeah. the torch? All right. So, <laughs> here we go.
0: Let's go. Speaking speaking of Coatesville, let's go to the Temptress Witch. Let's go to Ivy here. Ivy, tell us what your highlights okay. and, and um, moments of disbelief with the WrestleMania were.
2: All right. So, I definitely agree. Night one really, um, I think it fulfilled you know everything that I was looking for um, for mm-hmm. WrestleMania. I think majority of, you know, that night, I was 100% satisfied with yep. um Seth Rollins and Cesaro put on an excellent match. Mm-hmm. Um Both of them are phenomenal. And I absolutely love, you know, Cesaro, you know, getting the win in that match. And I'm mm-hmm. really excited to see what they're going to do with him because I've said for years, you know, he has been slept on. Cesaro is amazing and he has not received the push that he deserves. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then I'm going to second Tyler. I think that Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair absolutely tore down the house in that match. Mm-hmm. It was an iconic moment, um, not only to see two women once again, you know, main eventing at WrestleMania, but to see two black women in the ring was just like, it's just like one of those things where this is iconic and this is a really important moment. And um, I think they are both incredible performers when it comes to, you know, telling that story and um, showing us exactly what it is that they can do. Um, highlight of that match was just Bianca whipping the shit out of Sasha mm. with that with her, her ponytail. I was like, Yo. That busted her
0: open. That I thing. know. Well, and
2: the crazy, so, like, I didn't realize that until, like, afterwards. I'm, like, you see Sasha, like, rolling around, and she's got, like, this huge, like, welt. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. that was iconic. Like, that is something that I think most people are going to remember about that match was that ponytail whip and just that, the mark that it left on her um I, I agree with with you Ted on the the situation with the fiends um I don't think that it was not what I was looking forward to um and I think we talked about that a little bit I think it would have been really cool to see that take a more cinematic turn and kind of you know do something else and bring us a new idea um although we did kind of see you know a little bit of a change in Alexa Bliss so um you know that's something that I'm like eh, okay what's going on here but it's interesting. Um, yeah. Night two of WrestleMania. Um, I actually thought that Asuka and, um, uh, oh my God, I'm having Rhea a um, Yes, Rhea Ripley. I think they had a great match as well. Um, and I think it was pretty cool to see, you know, um, Rhea Ripley coming out because, you know, we talked about how um, Asuka has kind of gone stagnant. So I think mm-hmm. it's going to bring new life to, you know, the, the women's championship there. Um, and the main event was, was great, um, it was a hell of a match. Um, I don't necessarily think that I'm excited though, that, that won that match because, you know, we kind of talked about how, um, Daniel Bryan was kind of like our pick, you know, last week. So I don't know, I guess we'll see where they're going with it, but overall I was pretty impressed with night one, not so much with night two.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go to, uh,
4: So I, I sat behind the hard cam, a couple seats behind the hard cam, you know, all night, both nights. And it was really funny because um I was more excited to be there with Ariel in his first ever in-person WrestleMania. You know, it was like he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so then it made it actually interesting because I've been to a bunch of WrestleManias and I really don't like wrestling. I don't like watching wrestling anymore. So it was like this weird thing where I was watching him excited about wrestling. And, you know, he's he's my best friend, you know, and, and so it's like, it was, that was great. And then watching it also with my mortal enemy, Cha-Cha Charlie was like a very, it was like a, a interesting in that part of it was just the best part of it was being able to go with my friends to an arena with a crowd. I mean, obviously CCW, we've been wrestling in front of crowds forever. So like, when Vince came out and said like, welcome to WrestleMania, everyone was like crying. And I was just like, where are you guys? Like not from Florida, (laughs) you know, you could be watching wrestling every weekend if you wanted to, but the point is, is uh, that was awesome. The rain delay was kind of interesting. It was just an interesting weekend, you know, and um, you know, seeing, uh, you know, I was sitting with uh, a former WWE developmental guy, a couple, you know, behind me was a couple uh, um, women's wrestlers and, it was interesting to watch because everybody was popping. And um, the first night was wonderful all the way through. Um, Bad Bunny is a wrestler, was wonderful. How he took his time and he sold and, you know, everyone uh, props to the Miz and props to John Morrison to make him look so good, but also props to Bad Bunny. Mm
1: -hmm. And
4: then, uh, you know, I'm in complete disagreement. I thought the second night was a lot of Gaga, but that main event, was exactly what it needed to be um you know and it's nice once in a while to see that happen because everyone hated Roman Reigns for so long and they're like oh he's got to be booked as this killer monster and then everyone's all mad and it's just like this is what you asked for this is what you morons (laughs) asked for I was literally telling all these people who were sad you know their 9 nine-year-old kids upset it's like this is what you asked for you (laughs) smart (laughs) <laughs> stay off of squared circles you, you moron kid
1: <laughs>
4: you Perfect. asked for this kid. demographic yeah i was just just going you know i was healing out on these kids but no i actually was a great wrestle it was it was a great um it was cool to see a wwe show with human beings at it and um looks like they're going to go back on the road. It looks like they're going to go and wrestle on the road soon. And it looks like AEW has already decided they're going back on the road and they're going to be in front of, um, you know, and I think that it's probably a dumb financial decision, but it's smart in terms of let's get back to some normalcy. So hopefully. It was another thing, you know, WWE, like when 9-11 happened, Vincent Van is like uh, uh, the next Thursday. He's just like screw it. <laughs> like like, like <laughs> I don't give. Up. We're gonna put fifty thousand people in a building. Well, he, you know? he wanted he wants to, to be, be the
1: first, first thing. Yeah. He so the to be Super
4: Bowl probably pissed him off. Like he yeah. wanted to be the first, you know. And obviously, he, I'm sure he watched the CCW. He was so mad, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a thorn in my side. Um, no, I'm just joking. That Venetian saying. guy. <laughs> you, look at his traps. Look at his traps. Look at him. <laughs> he's not even american anyway uh he draws you draw zero dimes but uh, um uh the point is it was cool it is cool to see some normalcy and like talking to people and in, in at least in florida and they're like well oh, i'm vaccine vaccinated i'm like oh i'm vaccinated you know what i mean so it's like this weird thing it's like well let's go back to business so that was actually that was more meaningful than you know rhea ripley beating Oscar you know glorified squash match that didn't make any sense or what other stupid stuff happened i mean there's a bunch of dumb stuff happened but didn't matter what mattered is it's like it looks like we're coming back to right. being normal human beings again mm-hmm. you know right. tyler's gonna be able to leave his basement finally
2: yeah. first time well, since shower. march he, of last he, year he, he, he's, he's been, been in a shower, of shower, shower
4: march for... of last year <laughs> no he's getting down to florida and stuff but the the, the point is is i think that's more important than yeah, for sure. With the exception of, I mean, I, I, I as a joke, a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know what Roman should do is, should just smash two unprotected chair shots to Daniel Bryan, and then just start giving pile drivers to edge, and just play on the emotions of the fans, saying like, that guy's neck is broken, and that guy's head is Swiss cheese, and this guy, <laughs> this heel is just Bashing them, and they actually did pretty close. <laughs> like, I was saying it as a, I was saying it as a joke, but like literally, like Vince McMahon was like, "I
3: love it."
4: <laughs> <CTE>. <laughs> for months. I was like, "You should just start giving him pile drivers, and then giving you know, smashing Ed with Daniel Bryan with a chair." And it was pretty close. So, uh but it was great, and the timing, the timing of that triple threat match. I need to go watch it again because I only saw it live. I didn't mm-hmm. see it on video, but. Immaculate, one of the best main events timing-wise I've ever seen. So that's my thoughts, and I'm sticking to it. That makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, one more thing. Low-key. Low-key crushed it on the weekend. He crushed it. I I watched him wrestle twice. Leo Rush crushed it. And Two Cold Scorpio, I watched him wrestle like three times, and he had wonderful matches. So look out for Two Cold Scorpio. He's coming to CCW. He has to because he still can go. Flash Punk, if you didn't know.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. Go ahead. All right, let's go to Ref Amy. Uh, Ref Amy, so first of all, give us your your thoughts on WrestleMania, and then take us through Raw.
1: So basically, I agree with pretty much everything everybody has said. Um, one highlight because it will go into the Raw review. Um, that I'd like to point out is Sheamus versus Matt Riddle surprised the hell out of me. Like, because I didn't think they were going to be given any time. Like, I thought they were just because.
0: You thought it was going to be Seamus v. Brian too, huh?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I thought, it, like, I from what I hear about, like, Riddle in the back, he's just seen as a comedy character. I thought that they weren't going to give him anything. And I thought that match was one of the most hard-hitting matches of the night. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 example is Matt Riddle's face after oh, the yeah. match, where he got kicked, like, right square in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I agree with what you guys said. I thought the main event night two was amazing. I thought the finish was amazing. Uh, after rewatching it again and just thinking in, in the WWE mindset, I thought it was perfect. It was that moment where everyone's just like, well, Daniel Bryan's in the match to take the pin, right? Nope. Everyone's taking a pin <laughs> and Roman Reigns is going to be on top of <laughs> So I thought that was a great uh, thing. To, and it solidifies Roman Reigns as like, yeah, he kind of squeaked it out, but he's also the megastar in the situation, mm-hmm. which is right. great. I thought it was awesome. And then yeah, Bianca Belair having her moment. Um the Asuka Ray Ripley match didn't make much sense because Ray Ripley took 90% of the, uh, the mm-hmm. like offense yeah.
3: on
1: Yeah. Yeah and then she she hits one finishing move and Asuka is apparently just out. And that mm-hmm. kind of bothered me. Like it, it was just it, it was a weird way of booking it. But I, I, I'm happy Ray got that moment, especially after last year. Um yep. but yeah. I, like, I have no complaints over the weekend. So then going into that high of WrestleMania weekend, going into Raw, because Raw after Mania is usually just as good as like one of the nights of Ray- Mania. You get yep. surprises, you get returns, like new stables form. I have sat through a lot of Raws in my life. I've never sat through mm-hmm. one that has either made me so like go, what the hell, or made me fall asleep. I fell asleep three times during this Raw.
3: Wow, <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. I actually stopped watching it and then resumed it le- the next day. So, the but uh, going back to my what I was saying about Riddle and how good he looked in that match, what really started it off was so, Riddle coming out of that match, he goes against Bobby Lashley, he like says some stupid thing to Bobby Lashley in the back, and they have a match. It was a 10 to 15 minute squash match of just Bobby throwing Matt Riddle everywhere as he should. I'm not going to lie. Like Bobby, look at him, look at Matt Riddle. He should be throwing him all over the place, but I just don't understand the booking of Matt Riddle. Like if you're going to have him have that great match, why feed him to Lashley? Feed someone else. Like Mm -hmm. they obviously have the talent to throw out there. So that didn't start off the night that well. Um, and then uh, you had Alexa Bliss kind of doing her new promo with the shtick with the was it Libby, the the doll. Yeah. That she's going where she's just basically the fiend, but the female version of the fiend.
4: Yeah. What yeah. is that, huh?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and none then of us like, know. and then Bray Wyatt pretty much did a firefly house, uh later <laughs> that night, kind of washing his hands, and being like, I don't care. She cost me the match. I, I live and learn. Whatever. And so I don't know where that's going. And then you come into what I think WWE looks, as a, looks at as a big joke is the tag team titles and their never-ending quest to make us not care about them whatsoever. So you have Nia Jax making fun of Mandy Rose for falling on the ring, which God bless her. Like, <laughs> that was not the moment she, <laughs> she was looking for. But so her and Mandy get into a brawl in the back, and then they decide to have a match. But the, for, not for the tag team titles, but her and Shayna versus uh, Mandy and Dana. And goddamn, WWE ha- knows how to just hammer something into the ground with Nia tripping over everything. Air, a bug on the ground, the ropes, everything. And then it ends with uh, Dana and Mandy are beating up, uh, what was it, uh, Shayna in the ring. And Nia goes to get on the, on the ropes, slips, falls. Mandy and Dana go, ha, 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 ha. She gets mad, and they run out of the ring. Still, the count's going and everything. And they lose the match by via countout while laughing. And Brian Saxton says, like, these words that, like, mind boggle me. It's almost as good, or no, it's just as good as winning the match. That's, a, that's what Brian Saxton said. Like, Mandy and Dana getting a countout defeat is just as good as winning the match. And I guarantee you next week they're going to get a title shot at the tag titles for no fucking reason, (laughs) no fucking reason. So yeah, that was about halfway through the show. And then as I was ranting a little bit earlier, the hurt business, they break up the Mm -hmm. hurt business. The the probably second to Roman, the hottest thing in the company Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for no reason against the wishes of the talent, against the wishes of multiple, like most of the company. And so at the end of the segment when uh, Drew McIntyre wins the fatal four-way, I believe, to right. get a number one contenders, you see MVP come out with the revamped hurt business of Mace and T-Bar from Retribution. Not even rebranded. Not, not just say Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic, and I still I don't know that dude's name who plays Mace. I, I really don't. But just as Retribution. So they took out the cool part and then plopped in the, the failing part of failing stable. And just to me, none of that makes me excited about Lashley well,
0: can right. get him over. I think uh, Lashley's local. They'll just automatically get over
4: because of it. And, uh, MVP can get him over. I think that's. he it it will. That's great shit.
1: I have no doubts because MVP is awesome. But just Why? Why? Why not just keep it? Just add them. Why do you need to like take out Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander?
0: All right, Amy, make the call. Mm-hmm. Raw, winner, loser, somewhere in between. Tell us what we
1: got. Loser, hands down. I it did not excite me at all about this coming year of wrestling, and I'm not, I don't even know the direction really they're taking with a lot of these storylines. So, nah. Please. Here's
0: hoping for a better SmackDown tomorrow as we film this on Thursday.
1: <laughs> please,
0: God, please, God, please, God. All right, my friends, this has been a, a quick episode of the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show. Please go check out. So this episode is dropping on Friday. Go check out our interview with Christy Janes. It's dropping on Monday morning go check it out she is phenomenal we just had a great time talking to her and uh she 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 dropped a, little, a couple little uh nuggets there some stuff that that would definitely qualify as a clickbait if we were major youtube stars i'm just saying yeah. um, so so make sure that you go check out everything you can about Christy Janes. She's doing a bunch of great stuff with CCW and they have a ton of shows coming up. Nellio, no, you can't plug them all on this. It'll be longer than the actual content. So just go to CCWrestlingFL.com, get your tickets for all the CCW shows. And folks on behalf of Nellio and Ivy and Amy and Tyler, good luck. Goodbye and stay well. We'll catch you next time.